What's good, family? I got a word, and bear with me. I'm going to start out with Jonah's prayer. I promise y'all I'm going to get to the nitty-gritty, but just bear with me, all right? Coming from the book of Jonah, chapter 2, starting at verse 1, and I'm coming from the New Living Translation. It says, Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from inside the fish. He said, I cried out to the Lord in my great trouble, and he answered me. I called to you from the land of the dead, and Lord, you heard me. You threw me into the ocean depths, and I sank down to the heart of the sea. The mighty waters engulfed me. I was buried beneath your wild and stormy waves. Then I said, O oh Lord, you have driven me from your presence, yet I will look once more toward your holy temple. I sank beneath the waves and the waters closed over me. Seaweed wrapped itself around my head. I sank down to the very roots of the mountains. I was imprisoned in the earth whose gates locked shut forever. But you, oh Lord, my God, snatched me from the jaws of the death. He snatched Jonah, y'all. He snatched him up from the jaws of the death. As my life was slipping away, I remembered the Lord. And my earnest prayer went out to you in your holy temple. So... As his life was slipping away, he remembered God and God snatched him up out of the jaws of the death. But let's keep going to the eighth verse. It says those who worship false gods turn their backs on all God's mercies. But I will offer sacrifices to you with songs of praise. I will fulfill all my vows for my salvation comes from the Lord of long, from the Lord alone. Then the Lord ordered the fish to spit Jonah out onto the beach. Now it's time to get into the good part. For those of you that don't know the story of Jonah, let's get into this, okay? <sighs> Jonah, Jonah, Jonah. Y'all, Jonah was a character. But listen, Jonah was a prophet that God called to warn the people of Nineveh that God's judgment was coming if they did not repent. Nineveh was one of the most wicked societies imaginable. They were also the enemy of God's people. And to be frank, Jonah hated them. Let's keep it hot. He didn't like them, didn't care for them, so he ran away. He boarded a ship. And went 2,500 miles in the opposite direction from Nineveh. And he was like, there's no way, absolutely no way I'm going to preach at this place. Like, it's not happening. Negative. So God handled the situation in a very unusual and funny way. God being God. When a terrible storm accosted the ship and the shipwreck was imminent, the passengers started panicking. They threw all the cargo into the sea, but it didn't help. So Jonah had to confess that he was the reason and the reason... And the whole cause, actually, of why they were even in the storm. So he gave them permission to throw him overboard. And when he arrived into the deep, a hungry whale came by and inhaled Jonah into his stomach. Three days, y'all, three days, he was in the whale's belly. And he gave him a lot of time to think and pray while seaweed, fish of every size, and the whale's stomach acid swirled around him. When he repented, God commanded that the whale barf him up onto the beach. But here's the lesson. Now, it's a pretty funny scenario, but it's also a very serious one because it took this bizarre incident to bring Jonah to his knees and to be willing to obey God. He made the trek all the way to the wicked city and preached as he was commanded, but he still had a bad attitude, having high hopes that they would not repent. And it seems he only obeyed God to remain safe from harm and not from a love for God and the welfare of Nineveh. We must obey God, y'all, with the right heart and not for a selfish gain. And guys, here's the craziest thing about Jonah. 
If you follow me to the book of Jonah, chapter 4, I'm coming from the New Living Translation, verse 1 through 11. It's titled, Jonah's Anger at the Lord's Mercy. And before I read it, some people refer to him as the pouting prophet. But let's get into this word. This change of plans greatly upset Jonah, and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it, saying, Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? This is why I ran away. I know that you are merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love, yet you were eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now, Lord. I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. Dramatic. Jonah is dramatic. The Lord replied, is it right for you to be angry about this? Then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under as he awaited to see what would happen to the city. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow there, and soon it spread its broad leaves all over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort, and Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at dawn, the worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah, the sun beat down on his head until he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he says. Then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, 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 it is, Jonah said, even angry enough to die. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Should not feel sorry for such a great city. Y'all, let me break this down for y'all, okay? And there's humor in the story of Jonah, okay? As we saw from the whale. After he preached to the Ninevites to repent and turn to God, they did. And God relented and did not strike them. This made Jonah really mad because he still hates the Ninevites. Therefore, he complained to the Lord as we read, Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. Y'all, so dramatic. Jonah was a drama queen. God said, as we stated, is it right for you to be angry? And Jonah ignored God's question and went up to the hill to pout and to see if God would strike Nineveh anyway. It was really hot up on that hill. And despite Jonah's terrible attitude, God sent a plant of shade. To, you know, cover my mans. He was looking out for Jonah because it was hot. But Jonah, so angry and so upset, he just found something in every situation to make himself more and more upset about literally nothing. But here's the lesson, y'all. We don't get to hear Jonah's response. All we know is that God was trying to show Jonah that he should care about precious lost souls because God cares about them. We have a tendency to judge people in the world who do bad things. We forget how precious they are to God and that once upon a time we were given God's grace when we repented and turned to him. We should have a heart for the lost and give them the good news of love. Check this out, y'all. We go out here trying to judge people for the wrong that they do in their life, but yet we were yet, but yet we were in their same exact shoes. How are you going to go and judge somebody for drinking liquor, but you used to be an alcoholic as well? 
but yet you going around saying you hate alcoholics. Make it make sense. And then here God is. He gives you a shelter over your head. And provides you with everything that you need, but yet you're still mad. And the way God works, he said, you know what? I'm going to make your roof leak. I'm going to change the scenario up. I'm going to make your roof leak a little bit. So then you get mad because your roof is leaking. So now you're like, God, just take my life now. Go ahead and kill me because nothing's working for me. All because you wanted to be a hater. All because you wanted to be mad. All because you wanted to be upset because God wanted you to go out and save these souls that were lost. But yet you didn't want to do it because you hated them. You hated alcohol so much that you refused to share. You've refused to share the gospel. You hate people that smoke cigarettes so much that you refuse to stand around them and to talk about God. God never told you to tell them to stop doing what you was doing. God just wanted you to be a vessel around them and be a blessing in their lives. But you refuse to do that. Why? Why are you getting upset because God called you to do something? You should be honored for God to even call you to do anything because he could have left you where you was. He could have left you in your mess. But God's grace is what delivered you from your situation. But yet you won't go deliver nobody else from their situation. 120,000 people, God placed Jonah to go and save people. And his attitude sucks so bad, I can only imagine the word that he gave. But even in the midst of his attitude, his word was so good that they turned to God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? And he was still mad. You just saved 120,000 souls, but yet you still mad. God delivered you. Then he used you as a vessel to deliver other people to be a blessing in their life. But you mad. What is you mad for? I'm talking to y'all. What you mad for? God ever bring y'all through a situation and then you he have you start helping other people, but yet you got an attitude helping them. Why are you mad that God have you helping other people when God helped you? Help them get through their situation. That's like that church hurt we go through. You know, you go to the church and you need help with situations and all people keep doing is to tell you to pray about it. You got such a nasty attitude. You don't want to tell people how you got through it, but you're going to just tell them to pray about it. No, God delivers you from the situation with certain steps to get you through and people to get you through. Go share that word and how God will bring people through situations. Come on now. Don't be stingy with God's love. Don't be stingy with God's love. That ain't how he brought us up, and that's not how we should be as Christians. And Jonah is a perfect example, and God didn't beat Jonah up. He didn't take a paddle and tear his tail up. He didn't get a belt and beat him, but he came to him calm and was like, yo, why is you angry? And he explained to him as clear as day what it was. So chill out, y'all. If God has called you to help somebody else, go help them. Get out of your wicked ways and be a blessing to somebody. Allow God to use you. It's a blessing to be used. It's a blessing to be called from God. It's a blessing to be called by God. But that's all I got, y'all. I'm out because I'm speaking to myself right now. I'm speaking to myself because even I go through situations where God will put me through a trial and he'll deliver me from a situation. But yet here I am having to help all these other people. God, I don't want to help these people. I don't even like them. And God's like, I didn't ask you what you like. It's not about that. 
It's about the fact that I got you through a situation. Go help these people through a situation. And that's all you got to do. But that's all, y'all. I'm out because I'm really preaching to myself here. And that just spoke to me for real. And I got to do better. We got to do better as believers. And that's why I got a, That's why I got this podcast, y'all, because it's raw. I'm learning as you're learning. But that's all I got, y'all. Turn my mic out before I keep talking.